I'm Shireen Halia, an actress, singer, voice artist and a radio presenter. And I've loved books since I could put three letters together and spell cat. And I'm never without a book. I read anything and everything from biographies to fantasy and everything in between. And for my first selection, I've been uh, reading from a collection of Barry Ronger's Spit and Polish columns, which were originally printed in the Sunday Times. I am trying to live a better life and to be a finer human being, but I'm constantly defeated by the most cunning and unexpected enemies. It's taken me many hours of deep soul-searching to understand that boxes are my arch-enemy. I find it hard to throw away a box. Oh, that's a nice-sized box, and it has such an interesting shape, I say to myself, as some new box shuffles seductively across my desk. As I look at it, in that moment, I persuade myself that I know exactly what I'm going to do with this box. It's going to be the perfect container for that special shortbread I'm going to make and give to people as personalised gifts. It's so much nicer than some impersonal store-bought thing, I murmur, as I entertain a momentary vision of myself covering the boxes in lovely paper and handing them over, adorned with sprigs of fresh lavender and thyme from the herb garden I've not started planting yet. Inspired by this vision of loving, cosy home industry, I carry the box to a cupboard and pop it in, alongside the many others that have been earmarked for a similar purpose. Warning bells do sound from time to time, like when I see a big, sturdy box and I think, ooh, that's exactly the box I need to keep all those little shortbread boxes from falling on my head every time I open the cupboard. Heed this as a warning sign. Whenever you start collecting boxes in which to store the boxes you've been collecting, something has gone terribly wrong in your life. The next thing you know, you'll be spotting Elvis in the local supermarket and inviting him home to help you wrap boxes. My second sample is from a wonderful book by Kevin Brockmeyer. It's called The Brief History of the Dead. The girl who liked to stand beneath the poplar tree in the park said that she had died into an ocean the colour of dried cherries. For a while the water had carried her weight, she said, and she'd lain on her back, turning in meaningless circles, singing the choruses of the pop songs she remembered. But then there was a drum of thunder and the clouds split open and the ball bearings began to pelt down around her, tens of thousands of them. She had swallowed as many as she could, she said, stroking the cracked trunk of the poplar tree. She didn't know why. She filled like a canvas sack and sank slowly through the layers of the ocean. Shoals of fish brushed past her, their blue and yellow scales the single brightest thing in the water. And all around her she heard that sound, the one that everybody heard, the regular pulsing of a giant heart. The stories people told about the crossing were as varied and as elaborate as their ten billion lives, so much more particular than those other stories, the ones they told about their deaths. After all, there were only so many ways a person could die. Either your heart took you, or your head took you, or it was one of the new diseases. But no one followed the same path over the crossing. No two reports were ever the same. And yet always, there was the drum-like, thumping noise. Thanks for listening to my samples. I'm Shireen Halia, and I look forward to narrating your solid gold audiobook so that your voice can be heard. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.